genre. Recording. Same. Victoria, say something so I know your mic is on. I believe the mic is on. Yes. Cool. I did <laughs> test it before we like got this all set up, but you never know what Skype's going to do. That's true. Skype's weird. Oh, see, now you're fiddling with it, though. So Sorry. the jostling of the mic. Jostle, jostle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt like it was kind of far away, so. Yeah. Pulled it in a little closer. That'll work out. Okay, shall we do this? Yeah. I'm excited. All right. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Yuri Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have a very special guest with us this week, Cassandra Fredrickson from Lord of the Rings Minute Hi. and Doctor's Companion and so many other things. I know, too many things. <laughs> oh, it's great though. I, I like uh, I like listening to your shows, Cassandra. Oh, thank you. I'm excited <laughs> sure. to be back on this. I love me some Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. Um, you you've requested these minutes. Well, the first half of this one, not so much, but the rest of the week <laughs> specifically. So I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. No, no one would request this particular minute. I'm I sure. wouldn't think so. But you know, you never know. Oh, this thirty seconds. Moaning Myrtle. This thirty seconds. Oh, Moaning Myrtle. I uh, I made it kind of clear last week how I feel about Moaning Myrtle, but I'm sure we'll get deeper into it when we see her. Okay. All right. So today, <laughs> today we're talking about minute number seventy-one, uh, which starts with uh, Ron asking Hermione to repeat a question from last week, and it ends with Gildroy's promise to train all the kids up. But last week we ended uh, the very end of the week with Ron basically asking Hermione like why we're doing this in the middle of the girls' bathroom in the middle of the day where everyone can see us, and she's <laughs> like, "Well, no one ever comes in here." And he asked why. She said, "Moaning Myrtle." And then like very matter of fact. Yeah. Like, and well, like, yeah, he was like, she, she repeats herself more than once. She says, he's like, who? And she goes moaning Myrtle. But this time Myrtle comes like out of the, out of the stall behind him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when she says it this time, she's like looking at Myrtle, but Ron still has no idea. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> she's like creeping up behind him. Look at the look she's giving him to like, 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 ugh. I know. I know. She's got this kind of like disgust on her face as she's like creeping up behind him well i mean in her defense not that she would know this between the two boys ron does tend to be a bit of a a jerk (laughs) that is true he definitely would have been one of the kids back then that would have you think so yo i mean come on look at the way he was with hermione that's true he's kind of like everyone talks about how great ron is i'm like he was not great at first in the first like these first two movies he still has a lot of jerk tendencies yeah that like gets that comes out of him that will go away over uh-huh. time by basically her and Ron's and, and Harry's influence. Yeah. But I definitely think like, oh yeah, like she, you would definitely pick on someone like Moaning Myrtle. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. He kind of in the book, in this part of the book, he sort of does that because, um, we've already been introduced to Myrtle by this point in the book because she was at Nick's death day party. 
Yeah. Which isn't in the movie, but Peeves kind of like chases after her or something at that point. So when we see her here now, um, I believe the bathroom is flooded and she's say, she tells the kids that um, after her encounter with Peeves at the death day party, she came in here and tried to kill herself again yeah. and then and then remembered that uh and yeah she was like she starts to sob and then ron's like that you're already dead like like very matter-of-factly and that's just like oh ron i don't (laughs) know he's a jerk no he's a jerk i don't like this because because she is still like a 12 year old girl it's kind of like a topic that i've seen on a couple of other things like um where uh, for example a, a, a woman who remembers being bullied in high school has to go back to a high school reunion and oh. think like, oh, I have to see all these bullies, mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't like. And then she goes and it and it turns out and it's just like, yeah, you were kind of a, a, a bitch. Like, yeah. We, like, yeah, sure, like maybe we retaliated, but like it doesn't change the fact that you were still like just as mean and cruel mm. uh, in your own right. Just because you have glasses and you consider yourself a geek or a nerd yeah. and like you're bully doesn't mean you yourself aren't a bully. Interesting. And so I definitely see with Ron that he has bully tendencies. That it's like, yeah, I'm like, just because, like, you're seen as a loser because, like, you come from a poor family doesn't mean that you're not a jerk to people that you think are below you. Right. That's fair. Like, squibs and, Uh like, that kind of thing. So Uh I'm like, no, I'm not a huge fan of Ron in the first few Yeah, he definitely still has some growing up to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, as Harry already has that kindness. True. Because he's, like, he's, 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 uh, he's more, uh, grateful Yes, that is you very know? true. Well, because... Everyone is just so nice to him, and he knows us for this reason, but at the same time, it's like he has nothing but respect and kindness back. Right. It's interesting because both of them kind of grew up with nothing. Yeah. But they... Different perspectives. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because because this, uh, you know, th- Ron is from this world already, so he takes things kind of for granted. Exactly. That Harry's able to kind of be grateful for, be... Um, aware of right mm-hmm. kind of learn from mm-hmm. yeah like moaning myrtle definitely deserves to be giving this look to ron right now oh man but but she's like i i, I have your number and I, I know what kind he, of guy person you so are so he's like who's moaning myrtle and that's when she reveals herself to him very loud very <laughs> shrill <laughs> well, i'm she, moaning myrtle <laughs> that woman's voice already kind of naturally sounds that way i don't know if she can help it yeah <laughs> i i don't either um the actress here, her name is Shirley Henderson. Even in that Doctor Who episode, her voice, again, is still very... You're right. ...high. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I hate that episode. What? No, it's not... Yeah, it's not... It's not the best episode, but uh, it's... Doesn't she end up with, like, her face in a slab of concrete? Yes, she yes, does. And they, ma- and they make a, uh, a blowjob joke. Oh, God. It's so bad. Because <laughs> she's all... Because she's only a face. I mean, yeah. uh, She has a boyfriend. That's so. weird, though. <laughs> It is very weird. Now, my my husband has never had any interest in Doctor Who, does not give a crap about Doctor Who. He doesn't want to watch Doctor Who with me (laughs) at all. But one time he came home, I don't know, one time he came (laughs) home early and I was still in the middle of an episode. It was that episode. Oh, God. (laughs) So, again, he didn't get a really good impression of the show. That's not a high point. It it didn't help my case any. (laughs) So, I don't think it's ever going to (laughs) happen. But, you know. Uh she was um, she was thirty seven when they shot this. That's so, so she's the weird. oldest student. That's yeah. so weird. She just sounds young and looks I know. young. She's Isn't very crazy? petite. The 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 problem that I have 
I think maybe it's just because now I know how much older she is than them. I have a really hard time seeing her as a kid. But it's only that, because you know. If you didn't know. Yeah. I think that's what makes it even worse when she shows up in Goblet of Fire and she's trying to peek at Harry. And I'm like, Harry's like 14. What are you doing? This is not acceptable. Is um is, is Moaning Myrtle 12. like 12, though? I thought she was a little older. Yeah. I think she... I think she's like 13. I think she was a third year. I think that she and, and Hagrid were in the same year. Maybe she was younger than that. I don't think that she's older. Okay. Let me find out now. I'm not even sure. Maybe 13. Yeah. My guess is that she's, I think she's like a younger classman here at Hogwarts. Okay. But I, I don't mean, know. They're pulling it off. They're, they're trying to pull it off by putting her in pigtails. and Yeah. Uh, the fact that she's a ghost and she's like uh transparent kind of helps with not seeing any minute wrinkles that she would have for her age and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, to, to me, I think she's pretty convincing because I think the voice really does it more than anything. Sure. It's actually, it's really interesting because her picture on the Harry Potter fandom is uh, is her done up in the costume and the makeup, but without that like Being transparent, transparent effect. Yeah. Ooh, so that's interesting. You, you can really see the like the gauntness of like under her eyes and like like her cheeks kind of sunken in a little bit. Like they give her this really pale sort of makeup before right. they do this transparent thing. So I think it even adds to like her age. Here. Yeah. Uh, it looks like she was 14 when she died, okay. according to um, the wiki page. So that makes that scene in Goblet of Fire less creepy. I mean, it's still creepy, but like... Yeah, a little bit. Not You're as... Right. I mean, like, they're, they're supposed to be the same age. Yeah, they're the same yeah. age, but it's still uh, a thing. <laughs> I mean, the actress doesn't really want to take a peek. No. No, I mean, Dan I know. Radcliffe. I know, but it's still... <laughs> I, I was talking about this with Ricky, and I'm all like, you know, I go, all she has to do is wait a couple of, couple of years, and he'll be at Equus, and... <laughs> and, then, and there she goes. I told. I t- so. Oh, I think you brought that up last week too. I brought it up with you, and then I told Ricky, and Ricky's all like, "Oh yeah, you're not wrong." That's He's all funny. like, "I forgot he did that thing." I'm like, "Yeah, he did the thing." Yeah, yeah. God, I just she's so shrill. Um, I don't, I don't know how deep I want to get into like the psychology of Myrtle, but. <laughs> She's definitely like that. Sounds like an Oscar bait movie title. <laughs> the, the psychology of Myrtle. The psychology of Myrtle. Um, she she's definitely like depressed. Like, do do you think? Do we know how? God, I don't even know where to start with this question. Okay. My assumption is that she was like she was bullied as a kid. She's like a depressed student. Like she's a even though it's been 50 years, she hasn't like mentally grown up at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 if because of what Peeves did, she was willing to like come to the bathroom and try to kill herself. Like she was a suicidal little girl. Yeah, that's really sad that be 14 and that suicidal. Yeah. It's I think through Myrtle is the only time we ever deal with anyone at Hogwarts who's like battling depression. No, and she's unsuccessful, and she's in this like it's like it's like a circle. I mean, I know you don't like her, and I and I feel like most people don't want to be around her because she's very like you know very mopey, very. Uh, I think that and, and and her voice isn't really helping. I think I like her more in the books. Yeah, and I think I maybe it is just like because we only get two little doses of her throughout the movies. That's true. 
Because oh. she has way more to do in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, and it's they make her. It's easy to make her more sympathetic, right? Because like the first time you see her, Peeves is throwing peanuts through her head. So yeah, like yeah, it's <laughs> like what a jerk. It's like oh, like you don't. She doesn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. I'm like right. She's just she's just standing there like little oh. girl. Oh, can she feel it? <laughs> I I I want to say no because she's a ghost and it goes right through her, but already have an issue with that because when she runs away down the toilet there's water splashing everywhere like how does that happen if she doesn't have any like corporeal right substance well outside of the harry potter universe is what i was trying to say is that uh-huh. there is i mean Polter- poltergeist isn't as physical as peeves is where he's not a person he's like a, a physical entity of yes. children mischief type of thing yeah as opposed to like a poltergeist in like non our own world or people who believe in that kind of thing sure. is just a really strong ghost one that can manipulate like right yeah. like in, like like in the movie ghost like he's teaching patrick swayze like how to do that <laughs> <laughs> poltergeist well, the- oh, which would have worked too, too. The, that would have worked too the difference between a regular ghost and a poltergeist is a poltergeist is especially like malicious so it's like a kind of ghost that'll like throw like like the movie like it'll like yeah throw yeah. furniture around and like push you like i don't know they're it's like they're throwing a tantrum yeah yeah whereas, whereas she's not really malicious well, she's she is just throwing sad. a tantrum she is throwing a tantrum but it's more of like she's she's just so like, despaired mm-hmm. she's yeah. just so sad and and i don't know it's yeah. a different emotion behind mm-hmm. it but I, but because, well, and, and I guess, I guess because we never see Peeves in the movies, right. then I can accept that maybe ghosts sad. can be more physical because right. we see this evidence that she. They don't, yeah, because they don't give you any other evidence to the other side of, of Peeves or whatever. Right. They don't have that. Yeah. So if we're staying within just the ramifications. Then I guess of, I can accept the, the splashing water as just, maybe she does have some, because she's a younger and emotional because she's because she there was in a really emotions emotional state in that moment. It well, she splashed. regularly floods the bathroom, even in the books. So there must be some way that she's manipulating matter, right? Right. I don't know, but do I wouldn't think, want to use the term. Do you think that because she was so young and in such a like emotional state, and like her death was like not necessarily traumatic, but like really sudden? Do you think that's yeah. why she's like a little more like able to interact with her surroundings like the water or I I would say probably um because I always imagine I always imagine that cuz if we're going to uh, if we're going to extend out that poltergeist thing mm-hmm. um we we talked last year where when Peeves was supposed to show up and didn't mm-hmm. that uh it talks about how Peeves is a physical manifestation of the, like, the mischievousness of the children at school. Like, they, right. like just centuries of kids and, and that sort of energy, like, yeah. manifest, right? Mm-hmm. My my guess is that, like, that does come... I think, yeah, because she's a kid as well. That It's, like, it's it's a same... It's a similar sort of um, energy, mm. maybe. Maybe it's manifesting in her, like... She's the manifestation of all the kids' She's more depression. Ma- I don't know about oh, that. That would be really, that'd be really well, but sad, see, the thing actually. Is, like, like, Peeves wasn't a person before he was Peeves. That's true. He's just always been... He's just a, the a, poltergeist Peeves. Yeah. Yeah. But 
but yeah, my, I guess that like she probably could be soaking in that all that energy as well, because she seems more more physical than any other ghost that we come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably also the magic of the castle is like amplifying that as well. Like that's probably because yeah. I mean like that's the reason the ghosts are there anyway, right? Because the castle is so magical. So yeah, because we we know that we know that ghosts can like travel to other places. Like people, there there were ghosts at at Nick's death day party from like out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would I would imagine because because Hogwarts is a place of power, like is a place that has like a lot of magic kind of seeping into it. Like yeah, I think that it would probably be easier to manifest in a place like this. Yeah. Right, because muggles, muggles see ghosts. I mean, there's always, like, ghost sightings, or whatever, but it's not the same. Like, you could physically true. see ghosts here in Hogwarts, but if you're, like, in, like, a haunted, quote-unquote, well, like, but, haunted house in, in wait, a in muggle but, world or whatever. Oh, okay, so, you, so you, yeah, what you're saying is that, like, you if they're possessing a the house, same. The, the house itself doesn't have that same magical energy to manifest yeah. fully like this. Mm-hmm. No, it's always, like, oh, you might, like, see a vague outline I was gonna ask or if that something was like, or other. If that was going to have never like this. to do with, like, the fact that they're muggles and muggles naturally kind of avoid magical things anyway. But but I, I, I'm certain that... Um, that Filch can see them. I mean, he's a squib, so he has, like, a magical latent whatever something. Yeah. I don't know. He's been, if, he's been raised in you, it anyway. Do you think... Like, hmm. like if if Moaning Myrtle or headless, nearly headless Nick or any of these ghosts, like, left Hogwarts and went to, like, a muggle house, I don't think muggles they would, would be see them. As, they wouldn't be as physical. Well, okay, but, like, if they went to... If nearly headless Nick went to Four Privet Drive... Right. Mm-hmm. The Dursleys probably wouldn't see him. Could Harry still see him? I would argue yes, mm. because like Harry can see the Dementors in the next movie, yeah. or the in the fifth in the fifth. Even, though, even though the Muggles can't, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that that has to do with like what the de- I, I I I assumed that that's because like specific to the Dementors that they just can't be seen by. I mean, that's going to be an interesting conversation is discussing Two. what exactly well, Dementors Fig, are. Mrs. Fig doesn't see the Dementor, and she's a squib. Oh, she just gets true. the sense of the the that, she she feels the cold that, that's there, and she like gets a sense it. of the presence, but she can't see it. Yeah, mm. but like can't Filch see them? So is that the, I think so. Is right? that the castle, or just because there's so many magical people all concentrated in this area? I yeah, I don't I don't know. I was gonna say like on on the other hand, like if we brought Hermione's parents to Hogwarts, would they see them? Would they see the ghosts because they're in Hogwarts? I don't know. See, well, a lot of like little nuances as to how ghosts how work yeah. in the the the, the uh, magic. I I I like I do like the idea uh, cast that that Hogwarts is what's helping them manifest so phys- so fully, and maybe maybe it is just that she's drawing a little bit more of that magical potency, and that's why she's able to like cause the the waters to flood and mm-hmm. splash everywhere and why the, the toilet seat knocks down when she enters the pipes. That's also weird. She travels through like pipes, the plumbing <laughs> instead of just floating through walls or yeah. whatever. It w- this was where she used to come and hide when she was here 50 years ago. Well, I, and sad. cause I think all the other ghosts, um, correct me if I'm wrong. All the other ghosts that we interact with so far weren't, killed in hogwarts and moaning myrtle yeah. was and she was killed yes. in that bathroom oh 
So like maybe that gives her more potency too. Yeah. So I think like, like she has a here. she has a special relationship with this bathroom oh. and like by extension maybe with the entire plumbing of the, of the school. I guess. <laughs> right. I, I mean I mean usually you hear about like oh someone died in this house and now they haunt the house. Yeah. So she was killed in the school so or she died in the school so now like she's the, stuck the in the school. The house ghosts chose to come to Hogwarts. But but she was so is, she, so is she stuck here? I don't know. Could she leave? Would school? she want to? Probably not. I mean, oh god, what family I don't would know. she have well, had? No, see, here's the thing: when if, she died, if this is the case, if if it's more manifest because she died here, because Hogwarts is magic, mm-hmm. like inherent, then she can't go home. Like I, I, my, my, I'm almost positive that she's a Muggleborn. Yes, she's the right. only one who died last time. So, yeah. so if she goes back to her Muggle family, like no one's gonna see her. That's true. At least here, every once in a while, someone comes to this bathroom that she can talk to. I could imagine she's very lonely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're fourteen. I, mean, it, I think it'd be really hard to be friends with her. No, of of course it would be, but like at the same time, it's like you have to understand like how lonely think- she's got to be. And her position and, like, how why she, she is the way she is. Has she been alone this entire, like, 50 years? Like, has anyone tried befriending her before? I think some people mm, might. Must I mean, have. maybe. Right? Yeah. A rumor goes around, like, oh, like, they don't go in there. There's, like, a, a ghost in there. Yeah. Someone getting curious enough to go in there then realizing you, like, she's Luna the way would, that she is. And... I bet you Luna would hang out with Myrtle. Right? Luna's very accepting. Yeah. So I just... It's just, it bums me out that, like, even after 50 years, she hasn't been able to, like, overcome any of this grief and any of this, uh... She has no closure. Right. Yeah. Because that's what but creates even after a ghost this, she... anyway. Like, ghosts are unfinished business. And, like, she died, like, being bullied, basically. So... Like, mourning the fact that she was being bullied so that she's just, after... like, stuck. Do you mm. think after Harry solves the, like... This whole thing with the Chamber of Secrets and the Basilisk is gone. Like, that's why she died. Like, do you think that she could move on after that and just chooses not to? I'm not sure. She's she's so young. It's like, I don't know if she, like, yeah, if she wants to or whether she even, like, realizes what's going on or what's, you know, they always talk about people who's, you know, like, you talk about, like, having unfinished business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like she doesn't really have any business. She took her own life. She didn't. Oh, that's right. She, You're she right. saw the eyes. Yeah. We'll talk about that later in the movie. I also think it could have that... been it could have been sudden enough where it's like, oh, like maybe the realization that she was dead wasn't outright. Yeah, I and think I think when she says it, she just it just was an instant thing. Yeah, yeah, like it's it was so fast that oh now you're dead. Like because yeah. also like at that point she was only fourteen, so she spent more time being dead in this bathroom than she ever did when she was alive. Being alive. Yeah. 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 Um, and, or like professor, like we don't see <gasps> professor Bins died. Yeah. Bin, yeah. Bins died yeah, in his yeah. classroom. And then he was just like, Oh, I got to teach. I'm just gonna keep teaching. Yeah. He's never, yeah, he's never going to leave. <laughs> that guy's never leaving. No, no, no. So was, I mean that, I mean, you, you get that in the book, but you don't really get it in this movie of her leaving the bathroom of seeing her somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think even, I don't think even in the book, she really leaves the bathroom until Goblet of Fire. That's true. Right. That's why Harry's so surprised. <laughs> like, why? Why are you here? Yeah, like, I thought you were stuck in that other bathroom. 
She haunts all the bathrooms. It's just yeah. She goes this to the pipes. She goes to the pipes and goes to another bathroom. Oh my god! Now I'm just thinking about like sitting in the bathroom <laughs> and like Myrtle <gasps> popping up out of one of the toilets. That's scary. <laughs> does she? Oh god! Does she only go to the women's restrooms or does uh, she go to the men's? I don't know. Too? The prefix bathroom seems to be unisex. Ah. Uh. She's she she's probably, fourteen and curious. Yeah, she's gonna she pop probably, it in all like, the boys creeps on everybody in the bathroom. No, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always that joke, like, oh, like if you're like if you're a teenage guy and you all of a sudden have the ability to be invisible, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go hide in the girls' locker room, oh, like you know, guys being I mean... creepo. So she just wants to speak. She can't. I, oh. She can't do anything with it. Like <laughs> she can look. Oh. Uh. Just perpetually unsatisfied. Poor Myrtle. Poor Myrtle no has wonder rough. she's crying all the time. <laughs> 14 Jeez. year old girl. Yeah. I mean, no attention. Can't do nothing. Nope. <laughs> that is not where I thought this conversation was going to go, but oh all God. right. Well, imagine a 14 year old girl. Anything. Like, you can't, you can't date. You can't have, you can't eat. You can't do any of the yeah. things that you would want to do as a 14 year old girl. You can't do. That sucks. Like, you're stuck. That's the worst. Like, to me, that's like, oh, her life is, well, her undead her life is, is awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That sucks. That really sucks. Does everybody get death day parties, or does only Ted listen for whatever reason I think that Nick one? threw one, because it was his 500th. Oh, okay. I'm like, is this a thing that they do every year? I don't know. Do people just have death day parties? Like, I don't have a birthday party anymore. So Wasn't he trying to impl- impress the, um, the headless... League yep. the, the the hunters yeah the headless yeah. hunters yeah yeah he was trying to get um he was trying to get inducted into the headless hunt and he was asking Harry to like help put in a good word for him or something mm-hmm. and uh, we Aww, talked about he's too good for them yeah we talked about we talked about this on the on the quibbler because it doesn't happen in the movie but Sir Patrick the guy who's like the head of the headless oh, hunt such a jerk. is such a jerk <laughs> he's such a jerk. he he shows up and when Harry's like oh I think that Nick is scary he's like oh did you did he put you up to that and then. Nick is trying to give a speech and instead he's playing like headless lacrosse or something. Yeah. yeah. The, like, just, what a jerk. Oh, such a jerk. I, for one, he's... appreciate the pun that there's a head of the headless hunt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, the head of the headless hunt. I didn't even realize. Like, is that, a, is that, an, elect, is that an elected position? or? I don't know. I want to be the know. leg of the headless hunt. Uh... <laughs> it's whoever's been dead the longest. Well, then it'll never change. That's true. It'll always be Sir Patrick. Uh, that's why it's the worst. Because yeah. who wants to be with this guy? He's been he's been giving Nick grief for 500 years. I'm like, Nick, you don't need that guy. No. You don't need his group. Nah. You're better than that. Besides, if he, if he became part of the Headless Hunt, would he have to leave Hogwarts? The Headless Hunt doesn't live here. Is it like no, a... No, they don't. Is it like No, a, but... Maybe it's just like a club. Yeah, yeah like a that's monthly... what I thought. Is it a club? They get together sometimes. Like, they get together once a year and go do this event. <laughs> I guess. And then, like, that's it. Right? I guess. Like Shriners? Hmm? Like Shriners? Like, they have, like, a a convention. Oh, or yeah, it's, yeah, It's yeah. pretty oh. much like a, like a thing. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like, being part of a lodge. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Join the lodge. It's it's the headless lodge. Do you think they have a, they have, like, a, like a space, like a designated meeting space somewhere? I mean, what do they do? Do they just terrorize know. people? I think right? they it's do. a headless hunt. I mean, like, what is this? Are they like, hunt? Hunt? What are they hunting? 
are they hunting? Are they, are they hiding each other's heads? Is it this is an elaborate <laughs> Easter egg hunt? They're all the headless horsemen. They ride horses. Oh snap! So it's polo. Are they playing polo? I think they are playing polo with, with their, their heads. heads. When uh, are they ghost horses? Yes, we see them. We saw them in. Are the horses also headless? I don't think so. <laughs> but we we saw we saw a member of the headless. That'd hunt be disturbing. When we got to Hogwarts last year, because it like smashed through the window, the great right. hall. Right. Uh huh. Um. Which is weird. That was also really weird because the glass shatters, like ghost glass, but then there's like the window still there. Like it's, it's like, oh, that's a okay. weird, that doesn't make any sense. So maybe this isn't water. This is ghost water. It's ghost water. <laughs> no, but, but, but the toilet seat clearly falls. Yeah. So there's still a physical thing. That that's true. Is and the bathroom that's floods. True. It's not like, it's like, oh, look at this imaginary gross sewage water. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, no, it's still going to get everything wet. Yeah. Ectoplasm. Ew. Ew. <laughs> then it'd be like kind of viscous, I would think. I know. I don't like that. <laughs> no, they're playing polo with their heads, apparently, I guess. They're, they're just going out and scaring Ichabod Crane. Aww. <laughs> his descendants, I guess. His, his descendants. I'm also saying, like... Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow is where the Headless Hunt is from. That's it. There you go. So That's they where go, they go. That's their, they go That's their all mecca. the way to Massachusetts <laughs> to terrorize the descendants of this one man and then go <laughs> yes. back to England. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It I, like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it, though. I'm like, yes, I like this. Oh, should, should we get out of the bathroom? We're still in the bathroom. We're only halfway through this minute. I think I'm done with the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we got we, we have just that last little bit where she's like I wouldn't expect you to know me who would ever talk about ugly miserable moping moaning Myrtle and then she wails and goes down the toilet yeah and Hermione's like she's a little sensitive a little <laughs> a little just a little. little she shouldn't even do the little finger thing just just a little just a pinch and then we cut to this uh, this is the great hall right yes. All cleared out. And... All cleared out, except for the one long table. I love the tablecloth the table on this cool. table. Me too. That is such, like, With... an aesthetic. Is it a cloth? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a tablecloth. It's like a tarp. Yeah, it looks like it's... It's it, it's weird because it's also... It's sort of, like, tied down to the table. There's, like, strings in Yeah, it doesn't like, go it doesn't over the table. The thing. Like a table. You're right. But it's the phases of the moon, which I think is really cool. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I really like it. We see Mr. Gildroy Lockhart himself coming down, the, walking down the table, telling everyone to gather around. Now his out his outfit and the way he like takes off his robe is quite. I don't think he dashing. takes the robe off until tomorrow. The best. But I like. I the really like this outfit. Best. Right. That that is is it a vest? It's, it looks like it's like a like a like a doublet. Yeah, it's very puffy. I, I think like what he's wearing is like a um, like a fencing outfit. Like, I was yeah. gonna say that he looks like he's wearing a fencing outfit. Yeah, but I he only agree. has the one glove on like his not his off his hand. wand hand. Yeah, his wand hand. Yep. And I love the the weird shoulder cape. Like that's such. A I know look. it's only on the one side. It's oh, so like it. it's so funny. It's God, so he said really like his outfit. Here. He's so dashing. I know. I love his outfit here too. He, he dashing is just the perfect word for this outfit and the way he's walking like over his hand like, on his hip and definitely like a like like almost like a member of the royal party. Yeah, type of thing you would see <laughs> in some medieval thing. Yes. Yeah. It looks like um. Yeah, it totally looks like a fencing outfit if he had had, like, the face mask thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how he says he's like, uh, can everybody see me? Can you all hear me? And he gets to the end of the table, and he does this little grin, and he goes, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. Play oh, it up. It's like, what? It's so good. It's so good. Um, 
I'm excited about Dueling Club. This is this is I this love is Dueling the bit. Club. Yeah, this is the bit that you had requested, Cassandra, and I'm yeah. very excited to get to it. I'm, I, I, well, I, we'll probably talk about it tomorrow because Snape hasn't shown up yet. But like, this is my jam. Yes. <laughs> like, if I was at Hogwarts, I would totally want to be a part of Dueling Club. Okay, okay. I have a question because um, Gildrey says, in light of recent events, Dumbledore has given me permission to like start up this dueling. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't one last year before. Yeah. So is this the first time they've done Dueling Club? Like that ever? I don't think that 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 doesn't see that doesn't work for me because when Harry and Voldemort meet in book four, mm-hmm. they like Voldemort's like I'm sure you know the proper like dueling rules. Like first we bow to each other and is like kind of mocking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but the fact that he's he believes that Harry knows these rules means it must be something that's taught at Hogwarts. Well, I like it feel, was a thing. I feel like because the dueling scene in Sorcerer's Stone isn't isn't included in the movie, right? Where they sneak out. No. Okay. And I think Well, they they do sneak out but they don't they don't do the like they're supposed to be meeting Malfoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that once upon a time they did do dueling because like, I don't know, I feel like wizard dueling fell out of favor kind of like um like dueling did with like guns and stuff like sure right the 10 paces turn around right shoot yes. thing. yeah yeah i so i feel like this isn't the first time but it's the first time in a while that right. makes sense do you think that like because malfoy knows about it so maybe it's like it's like an older tradition that he, that makes sense he would like sort of like an aristocratic about. yeah 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 because it does it does feel more like fencing it feels more um like proper than like the kind of combat you would have if you were like fighting someone for real. Mm-hmm. Right. You wouldn't bow to each other and take 10 paces. Like, like street fighting as yeah. opposed to this, this, uh, very proper ruled. But then like version, you know, like Cassandra saying like, like dueling with guns, like was a, was still a sort of like it was seen as a civil sort of thing like yeah you would challenge someone to a duel right and then mutual you know respect would tell you like okay like you know then you go somewhere but like a duel but like a duel is different than like all-out warfare yeah yeah but between two people in that case so like do you think that at like in the past do you think that like wizards were honorable in fight like do you think that duels like this happened to settle disputes oh yeah i think yeah. so oh yeah because ron even claims that he's gonna be harry's second yeah in, in the first book. yeah like ron knows the rules so this already is dueling like 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 hamilton <laughs> yes <laughs> sure yeah they have their seconds and they could come to an agreement but if uh yeah he tells harry like your second is there to like take your place if you die mm-hmm. so this is very serious. This could be very serious stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to get into dueling, guys. Because I feel like dueling is completely separate from defense against the dark arts, which is what, you know, like blocking spells and like learning about like things that people like malicious, evil, dark arts people would do to kill you. But like dueling is the way that wizards like settle things like men. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, respectable. That's, yes, it's more respectable and uh, kind of proper. It still, it does feel really old world. Like, I wonder if, if, like, duels like this still happen 
in the modern wizarding world. Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't think that, like, Dumbledore and Grindelwald had, like, a challenged each other to a duel and, like, bowed and did all, like, observed all of that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess because he's a dark wizard, right? But, like, do you think that, like, could Arthur Weasley challenge Lucius Malfoy to a duel? He, oh, let me see that I, duel. I feel like he could, but I feel like he would lose. I love Arthur yeah. Weasley. I agree. But <laughs> I agree. Yes, because I feel like Luci- Lucius if, <laughs> if, would, would if play the, dirty. Um, if the minutes this week uh, are in any indication as to how Lucius would act during a duel, I think Arthur Weasley would die. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I agree with you. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, he played dirty. I don't court. know. I just don't feel like I just don't feel like duels like this is something that happens nah. regularly. Yeah, or even semi regularly. There's probably like, just, a it's... ministry of duels. Like, there's probably <laughs> like one that just like regulates. You have to like register your complaint with this wizard, and then they <laughs> have to like set a time, observe the yeah, duel. Yeah. They send like a um, like is this like they send like a ministry approved doctor. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say even take it a step further since it's like fencing. I'm like, what if they have like dueling competitions? Ooh, like wizard no, Olympics. That... Yeah, that's interesting to me. I like that. Mm. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, like professional duelists. Yeah. Wait, isn't isn't um. Isn't Flitwick a professional duelist? Or, like, isn't he, like... I think that he's got... I'm sorry, I'm gonna look this up super quick. I think that he's got, like... Um, like, an, an, an achievement award? Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull... I'm gonna pull Flitwick up real fast on... Um, trophy? I don't know if it's a trophy, it's but a I think he's known, of be, known for being, like, a master duelist. That's interesting. Uh... I'm like, they have fencing, fencing competitions. I'm like, a dueling competition would be quite interesting. Not The intention isn't to necessarily harm, but just to best your opponent. Mm-hmm. It says he's a du- It says uh, Flitwick was a dueling champion when he was young. That's amazing. So to be a he, champion, says, there's got to be some It says he graduated, his, he graduated from Hogwarts and then proceeded to become a master duelist and earned the title of dueling champion at some point and has a shelf full of trophies to prove it. Ah, see, trophies. There is dueling trophies. Yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess right. I guess it's like a sport. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Flitwick is a badass. Yeah, he is. Right? Yeah, he is. You'd for, underestimate for, him for he's being a little, little guy, guy, you know. But yeah. yeah, he's he's a charms ma- he's a char- the charms professor and he's a master duelist, which means that like don't mess with Flitwick. He knows his shit. So like why isn't like, he maybe, teaching I, I'm this? I'm small but mighty. I don't know. Oh, because 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 Gilderoy. Because yeah. <laughs> Here's my uh, I wanted to I have a question for tomorrow, but I guess I'm going to bring it up here because we know we already know that Snape's going to show up. Um my guess is that Gildroy went to, to Dumbledore and was like, we should start a dueling club and, like, I would like to lead it. And then I think he went looking for someone to, like, be his partner and everyone else was like, I don't want to duel with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flit- Flitwick would be like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I-, I think that if this had been, like, 
if this had been like Dumbledore's idea, if Dumbledore was like, we're going to start a dueling club. And because you know, of, then I think, and, and yeah, Flitwick, you should be the one to like lead this. Mm-hmm. No, but this was Gilderoy's idea. So of course he wants to be in charge. Yeah. And the only person who said yes was Snape. Because, because he wants to put him in his place. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, oh yeah, of course That's I'm going legit. to, I'm going to floor you, dude. You don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'm into that. I'm so excited to get to the, yes. the rest of this week. Should we move on? How do you guys feel? Do you have anything else for today? I think we're all myrtled out. (laughs) I think so, too. (laughs) I think so, too. I I like myrtled out. Myrtled out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, Cassandra, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you? Um... I guess. Uh, so... (laughs) I'm on, uh, DuelingGenre.com. I'm all over that website. Um, I'm the co-host of Lord of the Rings Minute, which is like this, but with Lord of the Rings. And... Uh, That's so good. Yeah, we're also on our second movie, but our second movie is substantially longer than your second movie. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, I think as of this recording, we're like an hour into two hours or something like that. So give us a listen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm, everyone go check I'm that also, out. I'm also, we mentioned Doctor Who, if you like Doctor Who. Uh, I talk about Doctor Who with Scott and Nick uh, from uh, Cornetto Minute and Back to the Future Minute. and they They're all over this website, too. Um, yeah. And that's fun. So we talk about new who and classic who in the off season. Um, and what else do I do? I don't know. I do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> bunch of stuff. So go, yeah, go check out Cassandra. It, all of her stuff, all the bunch of stuff at doinggenre.com. And, uh, come back tomorrow, everybody, for minute 72. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.